This week's winner of the podcast contest was Dave Solomon. Uh, Dave posted a photo along with all of the other guys of what you were working on this weekend or this past weekend. And um, Dave, you are our winner. So we'll reach out to you or you reach out to us in the next couple days. We'll get your info and we will send you a kit from railroadkits.com. This week on the contest for another kit from railroadkits.com, we're going to be asking everyone to share a picture of your favorite tool that isn't a tool. So something you've repurposed for uh, working that you've made into a tool that really wasn't meant to be a tool in the first place. So share that on the comments for our pin post on this week's episode, and you'll have a chance to win a kit from railroadkits.com. All right, thanks. Welcome to episode 104. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different yeah, of it. I think I should do, start doing intros. I think you should. I, they might get a kick out of that. <laughs> 104. Yeah. Wow. The last time you let me do one was episode three. three. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've, up, you've gained your privilege back. <laughs> Only on a um, short term, though. We're going to use you as, like, the jester for a short term. Man, I kind of made that sound like, who? what was that politician that one time that got on oh, there? Oh, was that Howard Dean? Yeah, he Howard was like, Dean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to go all the way to the White House. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And we're not oh. making fun of a any no, political thing in there, but that was no, pretty funny. Fancy police's eyebrows. There's also there's also a fun there's also a funny uh, Dave Chappelle skit where he made fun of Howard Dean for a while. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Hey. Oh, well, Man, we got a busy week. We got a busy week. We had a lot done on the workbench, but before we talk about that, hey, I got plaster down. No, go ahead. Before we talk about that, I want to go into our quick Patreon thing and just say that this show is 100% supported by our patrons. Obviously, we don't have any monetary sponsors. We have our patrons. So um, they're literally what keeps our show running. I mean, we do the work, but our patrons help um, you know, yeah. pay for all of our hosting fees yeah, and everything else. It. And um, yeah, so our patrons keep the lights on, basically. And uh, we have a new patron. His name is Andre. We want to thank Andre. So thanks for joining our crazy thanks, group. Andre. Uh, you now have access to, and we've been talking with you, Andre. You know, you know the deal. Yeah. You have access to everything. And um, thanks again for joining. So, yeah. If you guys want to join like Andre did and all of our other fifty-four other patrons, you can head on a, over to patreon.com forward slash hoscalecustoms or hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support. If you're not in the Patreon, there's a few other ways on there as well. Also, I created a new shirt last week. I forgot to announce it on the podcast. It is a uh, shirt that says the only BS I need is um, beer and scale models or something. I think that's yeah. what it said. I have it. I put it, a link up to it on our Facebook page, and I believe it's on our website as well. Yeah. Um, so if you head on over just to hoscalecustoms.com, you'll see that there on the homepage. There's a new T-shirt. I'm going to be coming up with some more funny T-shirts. Um what does it say? Beer and structures. That's what it says. Beer and structures. But yeah. um, I'm going to try to do some more funny t-shirts like that. Uh, some of them might be – I was thinking of one today with just the logo with like a rubber stamp beside it that made it uh, like look like it was rubber stamped on. It said um, yeah. something like this show is proudly 
probably ran by ran by beer or something funny like that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even had any a couple last couple of weeks. I know. Well, I will today for a specific reason. We'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I almost made some coffee before the show. But... I had coffee the last two, I think. Yeah, so to... I was going to make some. It's cold tonight. It so. is cold. Well, yeah. anyways, that's that. That's a couple ways you guys can support us. I hate us. that. I hate that it's cold. It bothers I know. me. It's cold. cold sucks. But hey, it ah. is what it is. That's how it be sometimes. So let's get into this week's topics. I think first we're going to hit what you and I have been working on, um, yeah. and then we're going to jump over to our uh, patron listener questions, and then we're going to uh, jump back over to our usual. We'll do some uh, what you're working on. I mean, um, what you're listening to, tools, all that jazz. Oh, okay, so. Yeah. So we got we're gonna we're gonna do what's on the bench. Or we're gonna talk. We'll about start what we with did last week. Yeah, we'll do with what we did last week, and then yeah, I'll we'll, I'll we'll just I'll flow mine into what I'm working on currently too. So I'll do cool. I'll do what was on the bench, what we did yeah. last week, and what's on the bench now. Because for me, it's about the same thing. Right. For you, it's a little different because you're a satellite. You're working remotely. Right. Right. Well, so I'll let you start. Okay. Well, I mean, last week we were over there, at, at, you know, at the layout, working at your place. And is that what we're talking about? Is that right? Is that what you want to hit? Yeah. I heard that. What? So, you opened that beer? No, I dropped my headphones. Oh, uh, okay. It sounded like a beer tab. No, I'll hey, open yeah. one now. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. There. So, I did That um, now I did. So, All right. We were at the layout working. I came down to your place, and it was the day of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, which is perfect because then we don't have to be shopping or anything like that. Nobody can drag us out anywhere. Um, we spent pretty much a long period of time down there. It was a good seven, six hours, seven hours. It was a while. Anyhow, it was a work day. Yeah, it was It was a good work day. And you know, I have this – on our harbor, I have a long pier that goes out. Um, I think it goes out almost a – it's like a foot – it's a little. It might be a little over a foot, but it's pretty long. I think it's a, almost a foot and a half. Yeah, it's a long, wide pier. It's my tallest pier in the in the harbor for the big boats, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got a track built into it on on the decking, and um, you can run. So that way, we could run a uh, um, a freight car, a couple of freight cars, out onto the pier. Which right. is kind of cool, right? To be unloaded or loaded or whatever, you know. And um, but once it came to where the pier, the end of the 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 pier actually meets the um like the ground the land, the land, yeah, yeah. Um, it it stopped. That track stopped, right? And it wasn't connected. It was supposed to be a small section that would then connect to a switch that goes on our main line. Okay, and it's just been nothing there, and then the switch is there, or, or in the main line. Okay, we haven't had it connected yet. So I cut and connected and soldered uh, that finally together. So now we have a connection that can we can actually run a train out to the end of the pier if we wanted. Right. I don't plan on running any engines out to the end of it. Um, just just backing up some cars in, onto the pier. Yeah. But anyhow, so I got that done. I was really happy with how that turned out a little bit. Now, you know, it's just track and road bed and track right now that leads up to it. And it, there's nothing else. I mean, it's not, it's not, 
we didn't ballast it, and I didn't put any you know, scenery or anything around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It goes up to the pier. Now, the pier itself has two structures on the pier besides the track, which is cool. So I was happy I got that done. Um, it's nice to do those, you know, take the small sections that you haven't quite wrapped up um, and just kind of bang them out, yeah. you know, and then you go, you know what, now that now it's done, now it I can begins- finally start sneaking out that area. Right, it begins to complete that section. You know, it, it usually right, there's like a we- gap, it feels like there's a gap in that section and then you can close it off. Well, and, you know, it's just right there, once you get to the, once you get from the the harbor in to the land, once you hit the land, it's just plywood again, okay, right. in that little area. And then it starts, then as you hit the tracks, then it goes into our our scenery work and the buildings and everything else and where we are starting to get some scenery done. But down there on that flat level area by the harbor, top of the harbor, that surrounds the harbor, right now, except for that one area where you put a couple buildings um, with some ground foam and, and the grass, the static grass, Yeah. Um, all the rest is just bare plywood, and I've been wanting to do that because the harbor is great in, in and of itself. Um, it looks good, but then when you look outside, just beyond the harbor, there's no buildings surrounding the harbor. No, and I need to get those buildings down there surrounding the harbor. And I, now that I have the track in place, I can start planning out the road, which is going to be cobblestone all the way down through there. Every all that, all the buildings and homes and businesses that'll be smaller, but are surrounding the structure, uh, su- surrounding the harbor, are going to have cobblestone roads down there because that's the old style part of the town the old town Mm -hmm. you know so even though the town is still focused in the 1930s and 40s it to us today we would think that's old town because hell it's going to be in 1930s 10 years from now it's going to be 100 years okay but um it's um it's not it's you know for our era that's a newer section that's up on the hill but down around the harbors you go to any major harbor, it's like gonna be, uh, that's going to be Boston the, or yeah, it's going to be the old historic town. area. Yeah, yeah, the old town. Yeah. Now and, we do uh, have an so older. We will have an older. Thing. We will have an older section farther away from the water. Um, well, it's kind of farther away. It's up right. near like where the mill and my where I just put sass and vinegar works. Um, I right. plan on making that like the old industry, and I'll talk about right. that a little bit later, but. But I want to quick jump in here right. real quick. I want to plan. I basically the way our layout works is like my dad said. There's the old town in front of the water, and then as you get mm-hmm. back up off the water, there's the new town. And not all the buildings look new, right. new, but they're a little bit less yeah. weathered, a little bit newer style of buildings. You have some bigger brick buildings up there, um, a little bit more modern yeah. style. And I did. I am going to get a few like little DPM kits and. And I want to get a few of those um, uh, Bachman Spectrum. We were talking about them last week, the larger buildings. Mm-hmm. Throw them up there because they yeah. look a little bit more modern. I want to throw them in the middle. Right. And then it's going to fade into the new industry at that point. Right. And then from the new industry, right. it'll start to blend into the old industry, which is going to be the old wood factory buildings and all the old stone iron forges I have. But in the middle there, we'll have some like right. pla- like like the, the plastic um, larger industry buildings blending into the main city. Then, sorry, I didn't mean to take that away from you. 
that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. I, don't, I think no, you no, were. No, no, that's fine. It, it's a good description. But you were on the same. I think it's you and I are on the same. And of course, all across the front. Right. I think you and I are on the same um, wavelength as far as how that will lay out, and yeah. d- down along the front will be a lot of old shacks and shanties too, because that's all waterfront. Right, and then that waterfront goes sixteen foot across the front, and and then of course down in the opposite corner from the harbor is a smaller area of harbor. It's another little harbor, like an inlet. Let's call it an inlet. Mm-hmm. And it'll have some sea industry, uh, boat manufacturing, that type of thing. Because that's also where we're going to put the yacht basin area. Right. Okay, which is kind of cool. Because it, it'll fit in with the the uh, kit you put on the end down there that was a CCK. What was that called? Oh. The, the boathouse thing. Um, is it a boathouse? No, yeah. I did the inn. It's the old... No, 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 no. No, 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 no! On the far end, on the corner. I didn't down there with the the boat. You did Davy. You did Davy's boathouse. Oh, oh, oh! No, no, on the boat. It's on yeah, the ramp I'm sorry. I'm end. so sorry. I'm thinking the opposite side. Yeah, that's the uh, Faircloth oysters. No, I'm talking about Faircloth oysters. Okay, and I think that the yacht basin will go good with the Faircloth oysters. Oh yeah, it will uh, down there. And then of course, then of course, I'm going to blend in. With the fair, with the yacht basin in like a kit bash kind of not a blending of two kits will be the yacht basin and then of course the uh, uh, rust rock falls. Um, I'm gonna blend them together and we're gonna we're gonna actually build a waterfall that'll dump out into that um, area of the uh, inlet. Uh, so. Won't be going out right onto the open bay on a long, water, long sixteen foot waterfront. Mm-hmm. It'll be dumping off to the side, and then your imagination is that the water will flow into the inlet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we <laughs> that's a game plan. But you know what I want to do on that old section on the harbor is I got those cobblestone streets that I have yet to paint. I'm going to start maybe getting to them maybe over the holidays here. Um, that are from uh they're from railroad kits that i got them and we got them um and we ordered uh, a stack of those things so i'm gonna start painting them and we're gonna put cobblestone streets down and then i'm gonna get some gas lamps and stuff like that to put down along the water or that up and down the streets um i'm gonna be going off some pictures that i take uh taken of the streets lit up lit up at night and during the day of an, the old town area of Annapolis, Maryland. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm kind of going with that section. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I lo- I'm loving it now. I got some insight of where I can go now. All from putting that one little simple piece of track down. Yeah. No. What do you imagine? You know? And then all. And then what else did we do that, that I do that day? Well, you did a I whole put, bunch of planking. Um, following. Planking from building to building in the harbor, so they can actually access them from the rocks and, and the I'll share some photos of that. And, the, and the, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I mean we're getting there. Thanks to the inspiration, I was inspired by Jason Jensen's yeah. harbor a little bit on that. So I was like, you know what, it's about time we've. We, I started my damn harbor before he did. Well, we did, <laughs> and uh, we don't have any access to the buildings. The buildings are in you the gotta, harbor, but you can't get to them. You got to jump so, to it. So I started seeing his. I was like, "Damn, Jason put that all together in like three or four months." And I don't have any. You know, it's been two years, and you can't get to ours. Yeah, we so, get your uh, shit together. So I'm, starting, I'm starting to do something along that line. 
Yeah. I'm I mean, kidding. we'll get to it. It'll get, it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I did. I had a lot of fun doing that. So, cool. It was a good day, and we got a lot of work done. I think we got a lot of work done. We got a lot of bullshitting. We got a lot of bullshitting so. done, too. So, but we were talking while sure. we worked. It's not like we were just. Yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah, weren't. We kept moving. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot done down the line. Well, it's not that cold down here yet. Come on, give me a break. I did. I hey, <laughs> it was it was a little damp. We didn't it have was a little damp for this old man's bones. We didn't have to, concrete. We didn't have to hang the curtain yet. No, no. <laughs> I did. I we had did that. Put a heater up. Though. I put that. Put I did turn on the heater. So there's that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. So. so. Yeah, yeah, on my end. So what, what were you doing? Tell them what you were doing at your end. On my end, I, I, did. I did a lot of ground foam. I put up some of the nice Foggy Mountain models. Um, stone, that stone, what is it? Like stone sheeting. I got some of that paper, stone, textured, textured, yeah, paper, stone, textured paper. paper. Yeah. I did it's, that. That's awesome. Yeah, I put that up. I got more if you run out. I got a pile of that up. I think here. I still have like eight sheets. You bought a ton of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I got some trees. I made some super trees, and we put them in. Yeah. Um. Oh I, yeah, yeah, you did. I got all of the fencing done around Sasson. I put up that chain link fence. Ooh, I want to talk about that, Lynn. Let's talk about that, Lynn. When I put that photo up, was asking about how I made that the chain link fence. Well, Lynn. Yeah, the, how did that turn out? Nice. The chain link fence. Uh, the kit was. So here, this goes back to what we talked about before about how you lose stuff. It'll show up later. I know it will. But the kit, the Assassin Vinegar Works kit came came with a screen, a piece of screen that you were supposed right. to cut up and use for that chain link fence. Um, it was similar right. in the, the size of it was similar. So I lost it. Well, luckily in my basement, for some reason, the people in the house before me replaced all the windows and left all the screens, the old screens in my basement. They don't fit any of the windows in my house. I just have these old screens in the basement. Never threw them out. Well, I thought, well, I could use those for chain link fence that I'm missing. So I cut a section of the old, old window screen out and I threw it in there and it actually works pretty good. It's a, it's it's to scale. I mean, it's close. Um it's pretty close, man. It's pretty close. I'm not gonna like nitpick that. I it, thought so. It looks it's good enough for my tastes. Yeah. So we're gonna use that and uh that's gonna be the little gated fence that's in there. So I glued it to the white metal casting parts right. that were the fence supports. Um and I made the gate like that. I also made that little tiny sh- shack, that little yellow shack that hangs out, out outside of the grounds of Assassin Vinegar Works. Um you know, that little brown yeah, and yellow yeah. shack I made? It turned out great. Yeah, I did that. Uh, I did a bunch of static grass on top of the ground foam in some spots. Um, but I didn't do it all. So you painted that bicycle, uh, uh, motorbike. Motorcycle, I did. Well, that it's was like a different day. Motorcycle. That was the next day. So oh, okay. That, when, well, we were, out when we were down God. here, I got the whole base, like the whole earthworks done around Sasson and all the fencing and all that. Then uh, Sunday or Saturday, one of those two days that we were off. I think it was Sunday. I spent another yeah. six hours down here, right. and all I did was paint detail parts for like five or six hours. Um, I got a whole bench full of painted detail parts. I must have a dozen or two dozen down here um, painted detail parts, and one of them was that motorcycle my dad brought up. Um, it's just an old white metal casting yeah, nice. motorcycle that I have, and I 
sat down here for like an hour and hand painted that sucker. And I leaned it up against a little shack that I made. I thought it turned Did out pretty good. Did that come with Sassy? No, that came from that. Did the cycle come with Sassy? No, remember it came. Remember that that package of detail parts I bought from that guy up in oh in, in the hobby shop. Yeah, in the hobby yeah. shop up in Massachusetts, and he yelled at me because I I yeah. paint my. Yeah. Model Master's uh, metalizer on with a brush or something. He was like, "You can't do that." Without, and he got all airbrushing. Yeah, he got all pissed at me. You don't airbrush your Model Master paint. Yeah, he got Model mad. Master paints made for airbrushes. He totally. chased me out of his store because of that or something. So, yeah, 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 that guy. And you ended up buying from him anyways. You bought from him after he bitched at you. Yeah, whatever. Um, but whatever. Anyhow. Yeah, so I bought a. <clears throat> Ziploc bag full of white metal casting parts. It was like fifteen bucks. It had like I don't know. It must have eighty, sixty to eighty parts in it. So got that from him, and that had he could have called you anything. Yeah, that had the kit. Sorry, man. He could have called you anything in the world. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I was. It was guy. Was it was guy was a joke. So. Well, no, I'm just saying, he could have called you anything. You couldn't walk out of that store without buying that bag because that bag had all kinds of cool castings. Oh, I know. Well the, for 15 well bucks. getting pitched at for not using an airbrush with your Model Master paint. Well, and it became a joke then so, later, so. Anyhow, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. It became a joke later anyways, so we used it for some content. Yeah. But, yep. anyways, it's just an old dude setting his ways, doesn't think you can change the rules at all. So... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Any words? So, <clears throat> what the hell is this? Any words? Anyways, whatever. Come on now. <laughs> this laptop's killing me. I'm trying to bring up a picture. You... All right. So I did that. I what all the cooking was. I did that, and I also um got. So I did a whole bunch of detail parts. Back on track, guys. Back on track. So that's what we got done around the workbench. I also did a little bit of work on the terminal kit. Um, I opened right. up the one building. I got a couple pieces ready for that one. Um, what else did I do? Cool. Oh, I did some of the, as you guys are seeing, I have the YouTube videos back up of the um, uh, FOS scale models, yard office number three. I'm working on that one as well. And I'm oh, also on your bench. Yeah, and I also did a little bit of work on the oh, okay. uh, Paulser's plumbing. I got a lot of pokers in the fire right now, and it's it's busy. So that's yeah, what I've been working too. on. On my bench here at home, I didn't know we were covering that now. I thought we were doing that later. I just more I just blended um, it all. I into finished it. on the weekend. I over the Thanksgiving weekend, I finished the last building. For the building for the diorama that we're going to fit down into the actual layout um, of um, Baxter's Warehouse or Baxter's Building Supply, which is now B. Siegel's Fabrication Specialist. Um, but uh, you've seen the photos of it. We talked about it many times over the last bunch of months. Um, I am done with the last structure. So now I am doing the scenery part. So I started putting down the, the – um, joint compound stuff mm-hmm. to uh, as smooth as possible and very thin layer on the base 
down there, anywhere there's going to be roads or a concrete parking lot, that type of thing. And I got that all done. It's dry. It's waiting for me, maybe after the podcast tonight, to do some sanding and getting it sanded uh, to super smooth. Nice. And I'm going to start sanding it. I'll start with a, I'll start with the 220 grit and then go to 400 and 600, and then uh, you know to get it really, really super fine smooth. And then I'm going to plaster the backside, uh, the, t- the the higher level area which will have green scenery on it. Um, I will do that next. And then and then that's it. Then it's just uh, scenic it out. And to this point, I'm right to the point now where everything is scenery or um, cast parts, yeah. you know, and details. Yeah, all the your, uh, cars and people and things like that. You're doing um, all the, the finishing. The fun part. You know, all the, finish, the fun part. All the finishing details. Right, and, and, and I don't have and I can stop at that point right now technically because I, I can do that when I when I get to it or when I have some free time and I just want to play around with it. Um, because I have all I am to the point of ready to assemble the Newport hardware depart uh, hardware store um, from CCK, uh, Carolina Craftsman Kits. And I I started it at the Timonium show while we were there working, I am to the point now where I can assemble the walls and it is going to be an ice cream parlor and malt shop, which is going to be kind of cool. And, uh, I'm going to get signs from my son for, for that. He's going to design for me, which will be really awesome. And then, um, I also, uh, have started digging in to, uh, the boxing JJ Hollinger's boxing gym, uh, and started working with some wall stuff on that. So I'm going to have all that. There's a, like I said, you said, uh, there's a lot of pokers in the fire. Right. Um, I have to make some uh, auto. I have to make some of the Jordan models, uh, car models that are going to go onto the uh, diorama, the the uh, you know, building supply diorama. So um, those are what's working right now. So I got so many things going on. It's unreal. But nice. anyways, let's get to uh, our patron questions. Well, get to our patron questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, going let's there. Do it. I'm going there now. <laughs> oh, also, oh. if you're interested, our hey, I wanted somebody was talking. Go ahead. No, it's okay. You're in the theme of doing that tonight, so just go ahead and do it. <laughs> I'm not in the theme of doing that. I don't know when the hell you're going to stop running your damn mouth. I didn't and then even, when I'm going to start, I'm I, sorry. I, think it's I, the, I can't see when your mouse stops. Or I can't see you. I think it's I'm the not, opposite. You're not on video or anything. You're not in my same room. Okay. Okay. What were you going to say? There was a, somebody that posted up a picture of their dog today on Facebook. Yeah. Um, helping them at their at their at their uh, workbench. You know, the watches them work and you know, and always spends time with them in their workshop. And my dog does that all the time. He lays at my feet at my workbench here. He's right here now as I'm speaking. He's laying down with his his chin on his paws. And uh, he, he'll lay there most of the evening just to be next to me. And I think that's a common theme from what I've seen the pictures of today online. I don't know if that's on our Facebook page or if that's on our Patreon page. I'm not sure who posted that, but it was a German Shepherd. And then somebody else put a German Shepherd up, their German Shepherd. And then somebody else put their German Shepherd up. There's like three or four German Shepherds on that post. Okay, I, I, everybody must have German Shepherds at their <laughs> shop. Mine's a Beagle. 
Nice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's like, man, I wonder if I could put my picture up with my dog, but he's not a German Shepherd. Maybe he has to be a German Shepherd. Yeah. Anyhow, that's it. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's cool and comforting to know that your dog wants to spend time with you while you're building. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool. No, I uh, like right. it. My dog, Anyways, my dog won't do it. Yeah. He he doesn't come downstairs and sit still for more than a minute, so he won't do it yet. But <laughs> that's just how he is. He will. All right. Let's jump yeah. into our patron questions. So I put the the task out there to them this week to come up with some questions that were funnier the better. So anything was anything is fair game with these questions. Right. Mind Mount Models. Cool. Cool. Asks if you were a paintbrush, what kind of paintbrush would you be? <laughs> I like this. <laughs> you know, I, got, I already know. That's I, a strange I already question. know what kind of paintbrush I'd be. <laughs> What kind? You know the one I use to put stain on? It's like all mangled and nasty looking. Yeah, yeah, the that, beet one. Yeah, that's me. That's my. That, if I was a paintbrush, I'd look like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything. All the bristles are going yeah. different directions. Yeah. I think that would be you. <laughs> I think that would actually be you. I, that's a that's a pretty accurate assessment of you as a paintbrush. Definitely. Um, I think. Because I'm a little odd and askew. No. I would be the deer foot. It is cut at an angle, you know. The deer foot's cut at this funny little angle. I would be either that or an angle brush. Just because I'm a little off on one end and not the other end. You know, I don't know. I like That's that. That's what I would go with. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> that was a good one. Next up, modeling attire. Underwear only is also acceptable answer. Have you ever done modeling just your underwear? No. Oh, you know what? I lied. I have. (laughs) I in my living room when the everyone else is asleep and I'm up there with a TV tray. Oh yeah. When everyone's yeah 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 when everyone else is asleep and I'm like up in my up in the house upstairs with just a TV tray and like a bag of modeling stuff I'm working on. Sometimes I'll just sit up there in my boxers. What about you? I have I have run down the hall in my boxers <laughs> down to the room and just poke my head in in just my boxers to see if like something is dried or if it, if it, if it's or if it dried and it's not curled or warped you know or if you know it's just to check on something you know right. sometimes we have to run in and check on things or or move things or re re after one side dries you want to turn it over and and wait down the other side I've done that. I've done that in my boxers. Generally, though, what do you wear when you work on models without uh, going to the underwear? I, I wear sweatpants and a hoodie. I look like Bill Belichick. Well, I, mean, commando. I look what, like what I look. You wear? I look yeah. like Bill Belichick. I wear sweatpants and a hoodie while Bill I work. <laughs> oh, is that right? Sweatpants and a hoodie. That's my. That's my I, attire. I generally. Do you have any like one? Do you have any, like, favorite clothes that you wear when you're working? I have one hoodie. I mean, that you wear every time. Yes. I have one hood yeah. hooded sweatshirt that um, it already got paint on it, so it's the one I always wear in the basement. Yeah. It's that yellow one that sits down funny, here. funny, because we got aprons. I know, but the apron's a pain in the ass. I got, I got to tie it on. It gets we- It's weird to walk in. And yeah. It's to, it's it sit. Takes- you when you sit down with it on, it's weird. I forget it's on after a while. Yeah, I don't wear it. 
Yeah, no, we should have worn ours because they say HSKO Customs on them, and we should have worn them for the for the uh, when we went to the. Uh, well, we can wear them at the next uh, one to the show. That show, we got to remember that. So, anyways, uh, I wear I have that blue zip up hoodie, and it's a zipper hoodie. It's it's been worn so much that it's like thin. And now the material is so thin; it's not even really going to keep you warm anymore. Yeah, and I wear. I have it on now, and um, it, it, it. I wear every time I come in here. I hang it on a hook in here, and it just stays in here. As soon as I come in, I grab it, I throw it on, and, and I don't really need to because this this room's as warm as my living room or my bedroom. You just or wear it. Else, it's nice, you know. But I just wear it. Is I, I when I come in here, I have to put it on, and it, it's a blue hoodie from Old Navy, and I've had it for ages. Yeah, it's old. It's just beat. You know what and, mine um, is? Mine's a. I wear my, that and a jeans or. Mm-hmm. Mine's the uh, Walmart brand pen dot. <laughs> you know, the Department of Transportation um, bright yellow. You know what I'm talking about? That neon yellow Department of Transportation color. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. I got that hoodie down here, and yeah. it's, it's the hoodie that I've used for oil changes. It's a hoodie I use for when I'm down here working at my workshop, <laughs> the other workbench for my workshop. It's the hoodie I wear for yeah. when I'm painting structures. It's the same hoodie. So it's got a whole bunch of stains on yeah. it. Isn't that weird? And, and I took my, my sweatshirt down to your house. And you got upset because you left it here. I did. You know why? Because when I got home and I started working in here, you I felt, felt naked. naked without it. <laughs> I, I put on another sweatshirt. And I, I put on another sweatshirt and I felt like I was cheating my modeling skills because I didn't have it on. I, I, that's how I felt. You don't model good unless you're wearing that sweatshirt. You become attached. I, I, yeah, I, I became a, attached to the sweatshirt so much that it was like it's like Linus in his damn blanket. You know, uh, it was. It's weird. So I, I feel that way with it. I, I also wear a ball cap. You wear a ball cap. I always wear a ball cap. Yep, I, I have a ball cap on, and uh, I today also it's an Oklahoma ball cap or I, something. I also always wear one while I'm working. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. while we're recording the podcast. I do, yeah. My, yep. I have always have a hat on while we're doing the podcast. Today I'm wearing the 2018 Stanley Cup Champions Washington Capitals hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you guys know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our modeling attire. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one? I liked my favorite one so far was the paintbrush one. Oh. The paintbrush. I, it's There's just, a lot of questions, so we'll move on. There are. There are. All right. Next in line is what is the difference between coal and the byproduct of combusted coal? Oh, oh, I know what it is. It would be ash. Yeah. What's the difference of it, though? I guess one's burnt and one's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thank you, Scott. Scott sent us a little baggie of coal, or I'm sorry, ash, ash. Yeah, and I called it coal. I know. Last time on the show. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm but a moron. No, I forgot what it was. That okay? is really awesome. We're gonna use that in a couple spots. Um, yeah, I'm gonna use the ash, and then I, I am gonna use the ash, which will be cool. And then we can also. He said he's gonna send us some coal as well. Cool. So then we'll crush up that well, coal. And I have. Coal. If Scott, if you send us that coal, I'll. I have. A building that I made called uh, I, I I renamed the kit that I had called and I called it Clyde's Coal. Um, 
So what I'll do is I'll make a little pile of it there, like it's underneath a roof, like a shack yeah. that keeps it dry, and I'll throw that coal underneath there and send you a picture yeah. of it because what cooler way other than Clyde's coal? I was just going to use like yeah. some black ballast or something and throw it in there and make it look right. like coal. But if you got real coal, that's even cooler. Right. All right. Dan Banks asks, what is the difference between a K4 Pacific and a 1200 class? Is that a beer? I, I don't know, but a bunch of our other K4 patrons. It's IPA. <laughs> K4, K4 but he also IPA. he also got in there and says, K4 I don't. Pacific. Is that California IPA? I don't. I, get, I think it is. The twelve hundred, I think, is brewed for twelve hundred hours, kind of like the Dogfish Head. They have the hundred twenty minute. That's expensive. <laughs> yeah. No, twelve hundred well, hours. The hundred twenty minutes, like thirty dollars for a six pack. So the twelve hundred's got to be like uh, three hundred ninety dollars a six pack. Wow. <laughs> No, wow. he says in parentheses, I don't know the answer either. And then a bunch of our other guys got on there and ragged us about not knowing about trains. So um, <laughs> thanks for that, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for poking a. <laughs> thanks for poking us on that one. I like Jake's an- answer is, they aren't alone. I could not answer that either. All right. <clears throat> this one's for you and yeah, only. Man, I can't tell you one trade from another. I mean, I wish I, I could. No, I, 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 need I can. To, I need to start looking. You know what? I I, I, ha- I can tell if they're diesel or steam. You know what I have been doing? It's been helping, Dad. And it's not that I know everything. I by far I'm not an expert at all on that. But what I've been doing was actually getting on some of the. They're not model railroading pages, but they're like train. Um, they're not rail fans. Like they post the video. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. No. They're not like they're not the ones that are posting the videos that are like here it comes whoa you know and it drives by it's the oh, people yeah, yeah. it's not isn't the funniest damn video yeah but it's not that one it's the page where there's some railroad history Facebook pages yeah of like there's like I forget what it's called I think it might be like railroads of the 18th and 19th and early 20th century or oh, something okay. I forget what yeah. it is but they 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 post like historical railroad stuff on there. Right. And it's a group. And that is awesome because I'm getting – there's people that post information on, like, old steam engines that they found in a like, scrap heap or they're restoring this or they're bringing back a new steam engine and it's it's running again. And I think that stuff's really interesting. And I'm actually yeah. – I'm just kind of like a fly on the wall in those groups because I'm just yeah. in there to learn. And I've been reading all those posts. But um, I'll invite you to some of them because they're not oh, – yeah. they're not like – Foamer pages, but they're but they're railroad history, railroad yeah, history please, groups. Please share. I like to and I like to learn more. I need to know about. I don't know what a four also, eight four two nine six is. So to a four eight four six twelve. Also, real quick, any of our listeners, <laughs> this is a call out to you guys, and you're okay. Here it is. This is the moment that all of you guys have been waiting for. Are you ready for it? Any, we got a lot of people that are more into the railroad side of it than just the modeling side that listen. So, this is your this is your moment. We don't want stuff that's going to be like videos of drive bys of a train. But if there's anything out there, information wise, like a group that we should be following that has history of old railroads or um, kind of like the mid twentieth to earlier. Uh, modeling stuff. If there's a Facebook group or a resource out there for it, send it to us at podcast at hoscalecustoms.com. So that way me and my dad can start reading up on it because I do find the old era model, I mean the old era trains interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting. 
Yeah, I do too. Like those big giant steam beasts of locomotives. Right. Like that's not, I'm so... not gonna be able. I don't want to know every part. No, 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 no. But this is the moment. How many grab irons are there? No, or, I, I know, know but yeah, I don't need to do that shit. But I want to learn a little bit more about some old historical railroad lines. So if you guys send us some links to that, um, that'd be awesome. So send my it to... opinion on that. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say send it to a podcast at HSGoCustoms.com. Anyways, go ahead. No, my opinion on that, when I go to buy a, an engine or a boxcar or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, any, any type of, any, any type of uh, rail car or engine. I, I, if it doesn't have the proper um, amount of grab irons or, you know, or whatever parts yeah. are on it and it's not accurate, um, it's not my fault. Because I don't know shit about that. That's up to them. That's entirely up to them. That's on the manufacturer. If they haven't made it accurate, that ain't my fault. So if I run it on my layout and somebody goes, oh, that, that thing here. No one's doing miss, that, though. Missing the two step ladders on the one side and uh, the, uh, whatever. No one's the, doing that to you, though. Yeah. The one wheel you know, is a different circumference. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. But when we start running running trains and taking pictures on our layout, which we're going to do eventually soon here. Okay, we're going to have rolling stock going on this thing, and we're going to have somebody's going to say about our boxcar wasn't the right length, and blah, blah, blah. I, you know what? That's when you manufacture if it's that effed up. It doesn't have the correct, accurate stuff on it. That's up to them to produce that. I'll buy it. I'll put it on, but um, you know, I'm not going to learn it just so it's accurate. You know, if it rolls and it connects and it doesn't disengage or derail, I'm a happy guy. Right. You know? So, I am. Enough of that. No, I agree. Are you done with your little rant there? I, I am. I am. Okay. Are you okay? Do we need to send some okay, therapists? I'm good. I'm good. Do we need to send you a therapist? Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. This is for you and only you. I can't answer this one. Is the scary doll head still on Todd's workbench? That's from Ron Piskel. Is I think it's a she. Yes, she is, and I have her in my hand right now with the scary. She's in the palm of my hand, and uh, uh, we need this uh, rosemary. Rosemary, yep. Well, we need to reintroduce. Maybe we need to reintroduce rosemary to everybody. Um, yes, Rosemary is on my workbench, and it has been here since the day that we started putting her up here. Uh, it's a it's a, a doll head off of an old doll that my mother gave me. I guess my grandmother gave it to her. It was her first doll or something like that, and it's just a head. The rest of the body is all worn out, so it's just this head. It's well <laughs> painted and everything. My grandmother was an artist, yeah. and after. She repainted it for my mother so she could keep playing with it. And uh, the eyes actually move up and down. Or they don't move, but they have eyelids that slide up and down. And, and uh, they, they, actually, they actually move up and down. They're creepy. Right. Um, it's a creepy doll head. Yeah. yeah. So it's still there. And, uh, it's still here. Yeah. All right. Well, next one. This is from Scott now. He has a real question for everyone. Uh and this is not something that we can talk. And I have it up there because it's creepy and unique. Not because I like dolls. No, we all know really why you have it up there. 
you have a doll okay. thing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, um, he he sits there by himself and he he rubs the little doll head and talks to himself. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see it. I see it. <laughs> oh, that's getting weird. It's getting weird. It's, it's getting really weird. <laughs> I see it. It makes me feel better in the morning. All right. Next and question. I, like that. I get more work done once I'm done, Channing. Okay. Next question. This is from Scott. He wants to see a photo of the chair that we like to use when we're working on our projects. I already took one, and I will share that in our show notes. Okay. And I'll have my dad take a picture of the seat he works at, too. Yeah. <laughs> just so people yeah, it's see. Just a wood, it's just a wooden parcel, man. It ain't nice, but it works. With the back. It has a, you know, it's got a, it's, a, it's like a high chair. It's a high chair parcel. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a round parcel. But um, I love it. Super, it's it's hard. But um, it's solid and big and, and uh, sits me up high. You like to be sitting lower, don't you, Brett? I like that Lowe's one you gave me. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you like to sit lower than I do. I do, you? yeah, I do. Yeah. See, I like to sit up higher. But I don't know why. Anyway. That would make sense because I'm taller than you, but whatever. I don't get it. But my yeah. workbench is a different height than yours. Yeah, that's true, it is. So, all right. Dan Banks asks, is it possible to model a sound environment for your layout as well as sense with the scented smoke generator fluids? I found it instructable for making your own. Do you anticipate adding cannery to the, and the proper cannery scent to your layout? Um, no, <laughs> we're Is not. This? Dan Banks asked if we're going to add okay. scents to our layout. We will add sound in some spots, but we will not add scent. I don't think we will. Unless we you're, can get a, we can get a Yankee candle. Unless you ate a bunch of sauerkraut, we won't be adding much scent down here. <laughs> Yeah, we will burn a. We will have to burn a candle if we've been eating the wrong thing. You know. Honestly, like I haven't. I haven't seen those instructables for adding scent to a diorama or a layout. And yeah. I'm kind of intrigued to watch it, but I don't think we'll be doing that. I don't think I'm going to go to that extreme. The sound mean, is cool. I like the, some of the sounds as long as they're kind of subtle. You know, we could we could always burn one of those like Hershey candles with the smells like Hershey chocolate. Oh yeah, make a chocolate factory. You can put that anytime, anywhere, and it would smell awesome, even in a train layout. Yeah, it makes you want but, to eat uh, You chocolate. wouldn't even have to have a chocolate factory. you just burn it just to smell it. All right, I'm down on that. Hershey's, uh, what I'm talking about here is if you go to Hershey, uh, we live right near Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania. If, if, the, wind, and, if um, the wind's blowing right on, on the right day when you're in Hershey, yeah. you can smell them making the chocolate. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. And if there's no wind in summer... You'll definitely smell it because it just permeates and, the entire town. And if you live in Mechanicsburg on the right day, right. you can smell them making dog food from the Purina plant. So if you go to the gift shop or the chocolate factory, you go to the gift shop or any of the gift shops in the town of Hershey or at the chocolate factory itself, which my wife does, is you can buy candles that are made by Hershey. And they smell and, like Hershey, warm Hershey's and, chocolate. Oh my god! All the time, and you lay them in the house, and then like literally five minutes, your entire house smells like Hershey's chocolate all day long. Now so it makes you it makes you hungry. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but if you could burn that anywhere, it'd be a million, it'd be the most wonderful thing. You could burn that in a septic tank, and it would smell you great. Could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, hey, I, did I'll, you I'll, I'll subject there. did you hear my comment about the living in Mechanicsburg? 
No, what if, did you I say? said. Oh, man, how did you miss that? Anyways, I said if you're living in Mechanicsburg and in the wind, in the wind and the temperatures on the right day, oh. you could smell the Purina plant making gorgeous, wonderful smell of dog food being cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were when you were it in high actually, school. I actually kind of like the smell. It smells Ooh, good. Ooh, I don't you know. Don't if, like that? I don't know if I would describe it as good. Well, at my office at work, um, there is some chicken farms. Oh no. Um, Chicken and pig farms, actually. Yeah. They're, like, over the hillside, away from our industrial park. It's an office complex yeah. park, I guess. Not an industrial park, but it's an office complex park. And um, there is um, <laughs> there is these, you know, chicken and, and pig farms, and you smell the excrement. Oh, yeah. On certain mornings. Yeah, when they clean out the shit. Yeah, when they clean it all out. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Yummy. I start smelling it before I even get out of my car. You can like park in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm like, oh Oh. my gosh! Or you walk in and you can smell it in the front office, front entrance of the office area. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh my god! And it's it's literally half a mile away. But no, we're not adding scents to our. uh, But we will be adding sound. So and we have we do have a couple sounds we will we already have that we will that we we do want from Michael Lumina. Yeah, we want to we will be adding those. We just have to finish the scene first. So, all right. Next question is, what's the next plans for the layout? Well, that's from Desi J. Um, well, I think the biggest thing that's coming up for our layout, and I can probably speak for us both, is to just start getting a whole bunch of scenery down, whether it's sidewalks and roads or right. ground foam and brush brush and grass. Like we, we really need to start covering yeah. big sections. We're going to start doing city blocks, whole blocks. Right. So we got plenty of structures. Now we got to start putting them down and, and doing whole city blocks. And I think that's where we have to be at this point. You know, that's the only thing really left to do. Yeah. I mean, we got to connect some track, but that's not a huge priority. So, no. all right. <laughs> next, next question. Have you ever, this is from Dan Pugach. Have you ever admitted, admitted to the guys at work that you are a model railroader? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, and then I've actually, you know, I've taken, I've taken um, them down the journey of the difference between what we do and what they see when they go to, you know, Roadside America and uh, uh, things like that. Because, like, near us, there's this tourist trap called Roadside America. Um, yeah. And every time I seem to tell somebody what I do, they go, oh, yeah, I've been to Roadside America. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Can we not... can we not associate that with this because that's that's like that's like the equivalent of like seeing the biggest ball of yarn or uh i mean don't get me wrong it is a model railroading layout so it is is quite it's quite a large it's a lot yeah i mean don't get me wrong either it's like a it's just like it's gaudy it's a gaudy circus is what it is i've been there you've been there probably every model railroader in the central pennsylvania area has been to it right um some of them probably go there. They probably season passes. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm just not a big fan but, of it. But it's you know when they do that, and then we put all the work into the smallest little details of right. what we do. It's like, oh, I really wish you didn't call it that because I think if you saw what we did, then you'd think differently. Yeah. And then I show them pictures of of what us and our friends and stuff work on, and they're like, they oh my gosh, like that's yeah. crazy. So yeah. yes, I have told them. Um, and it usually comes with some some funny 
other comments that they say, and you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to deal with that. That's an anything you do, though. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to expect that. You know, especially if it's especially if it's all guys. Yeah. You know, I work with a lot of guys. Yeah. So, you know, and you, know, you you tell them that, and you show them the photos, and they do think it's amazing. You know, they will. You can see it on their face. They oh. Say, oh well. But here's the thing. Beyond that, shut the hell up about it. Because here's what's going to happen: if you keep talking about it, they're going to go, "Ah, I'm good. I, I, I don't give a shit." You know? <laughs> well, no, you know, you but no, tell. it's but, in their face. But wait, well, but but hang on. Care. It's not just like, it's not just that your like your hobby. It's anyone's hobby. If yeah, you if yeah. you had a guy that like, yeah. you know, he collected thimbles, and right. uh, I mean. <laughs> now I'm gonna take a wild guess here. If there's a guy in my office that collects thimbles, I'm gonna I'm probably not gonna listen to him for very long. But yeah. you know, it, if that guy was obsessed with like co- collecting Mickey Mouse apparel and Mickey right. Mouse stuff, and like after the tenth or eleventh time in a week that he talked to me about Mickey Mouse stuff, I'd be like, you know, uh, I don't care that much about your Mickey Mouse stuff. Uh, right. So you got to take it in moderation, yeah, yeah. and that's not—it's not just just my dad saying about model reverting. It's my dad. Yeah. You know, you were just saying that about anything. Like, yeah. you don't—you don't, you don't want to only talk about your hobbies forever with, right. in front of your coworkers or your family because they're just gonna right. like go, okay, well, right. we know you're into that, but we don't care. All, right. All those years I worked at a hockey rink, and I love hockey. We pl- I played enormous amounts of hockey, thousands and thousands of hockey hours. And games yeah. yep. and refereeing and playing and love it. We, you and I both do, and we both have. You grew up in a hockey rink, okay? Uh, because of where I worked. When I yeah. left that and I went to work for where I work now, when I, I I started working with these you know these people, and then I I would get there, and you would think, oh, you know what? These guys want, they'll love to hear about hockey. They, they do, <laughs> right? They do. At first, you know, but then when you start talking about hockey all the time, then you got to catch yourself and go, eh, you know what? That's eh, a little too much hockey. Yeah, I mean, unless there's they, like a, they, 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 they don't give a shit about the hockey right Unless now. there's like you a rabid that? sports fan in there, then that's cool. Right. Even that would get a little bit much. And, and it, you know, it, when the playoffs are on and stuff like that, yeah, they'll, they're going to go to me and they're going to go, hey, Todd, you know, what do you think about this or that? Then they want your honest opinion on, the, on, a, on yeah. a certain game. Yeah, no, sure. I get it. Yeah. But, but uh, outside that, I learned. Yeah, I learned. You know, you got to turn it off. You know, they yeah. don't. Not everybody's a hockey nut. You just like got to moderate it a little bit. So right. And every now and then, every now and then at work, I get the, hey, you gonna play with your trains? Talk well, that's probably from. That's probably from one yeah. guy who I know very well. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, actually, actually, no, it wasn't him. It was another. It's another guy who actually oh. left there or not. Oh. Ago. All right. Well, Anyways, cool. But, you know, but he, but he, wait. You know, he he respected what I did because he saw the work and everything. So yeah, but I mean, it's it also comes, comes with it. It you know, it's also a bunch of guys. I would expect if my friend had a weird hobby yeah. too, because it's kind of a weird hobby. I mean, I love my, I love this hobby, but yeah. it's kind of a goofy hobby, and it's you know, it's a little different. But if yeah, one, just if, don't bore the shit out. But well, but That's hang all. on, if if my if if my best friend growing up also had a weird hobby, um, yeah. Like which I know he does. I'd rag the shit out of him about it. I wouldn't care. I'd bust his balls about it all the time. So right. I would right. expect nothing. I would expect nothing different. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Howie Broyles. The Columbus Blue Jackets will beat. Was well, not even a question. This is just plain. This is just downright cruel and harassment. I think. 
<laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets will beat the Capitals on the 16th. Well, you know what, Howie? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know about that. I'll wager you something. How about this? We're rocking right now. On the air, Howie, I will, wa- I will wager you something. And you don't have to you don't have to um commit to this in 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 return, but I will wager you this. Just for fun. Yeah. If the Columbus Blue Jackets beat the Washington Capitals on the sixteenth, coming up, yeah. I will hand paint you a detail part and send it to you. Yeah. Okay. That's a deal, man. So, I mean, yeah. what, what's yeah. a, I mean, it's a, it's a win-win. Ideally, it's, ideally, it's, ideally, it's going to cost me whatever one detail part and a stamp. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, if they win, then I'm not. Listen, I'm not putting you on the spot here. But if they, if the Columbus Blue Jackets win, I'll send you a painted detail part. I don't know what it'll be yet, but I'll send you something. It might be a chimney. It might be a mailbox. It'll be something. But. Cool. uh that's a good wager. I'm always up for a hockey wager as long as it's like cheap and fun. Whether it be but here's what, the thing. Whether it be a form of embarrassment, with, like I gotta wear a shirt or I gotta say something on the air or whatever, I'm up for any kind of thing like that. So Right. What's up? You were um, saying here's the thing. Yeah. The, the cap the are destroying everybody. Yeah, but dad, it's only thirty games in. It's only thirty games in, and right. it's one third of less than one third of the season. And what's well, more than a third? Only actually, three... actually more. Than a yeah, third. What, yeah. What kind of math did you learn in school? All right, okay, yeah. Well, 80, 80, 30 80, goes into eighty. 80 uh, <laughs> the forty go, thirty goes into eighty six times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eighty four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, so yeah, so that's my that's my that's my little wager with Howie. Um, you don't need to cool. reciprocate it. I won't hold you to that. I promise. Um, but I'll have some fun with it. I'll I'll put it on the spot there. So all right, next one. I gotta mark that in my calendar so I don't forget too. But anyways, next one from Jake Johnson. Jake, you always have the best questions as far as like modeling specific, like getting in the nitty gritty signs on models. What types? What size? Prototype or fantasy? And I'm going to stop it there because he's got like six million other questions. So, Oh, I got a fantasy. Wow. Um, keep it. Oh, not like that. Keep it at least. I mean, our show, we've sworn before. And by the way, I did have to put the explicit tag on all of our episodes. All of them. Because we've apparently crossed the threshold where we said shit too many times. So whatever. Uh, all bets are off the table. Did somebody give you a warning? I, yeah, well, I got notified that I needed to, to do that by iTunes. So... Oh, okay. Apparently, well, shit, I didn't know that. Uh, well, I did it. I did it like a week or two ago. So now all of our episodes are explicit, even if they don't sh- swear, because we've okay. crossed the threshold where I've said shit too many times. Apparently, so whatever. <laughs> well, oh well. I said they're listening. What did I? What? It's either that or someone reported us. Who knows? But now Probably we're now we're covered because if we don't or we do, it's all it's all explicit. Yeah. Everything's explicit. So. Cool. Anyways, um, there's that news. So let's get back to Jake's sign qu- <laughs> sign question. Um, signs on models. What types, what size, prototype, or fantasy? So I'm going to do those three first. Okay. Um, I think the – I don't even know how to answer this in a way that's not confusing. 
let's start with prototype or fantasy. I like prototype. I mean, I like fantasy science where it's, I'll take I like a mix of both. Yeah. You know what I do too? Because there's a lot of like, I don't know how to answer this. I just love science. I like to make my own. Here's my answer. Fantasy. Here's my answer. Okay. I like to make my own. And, and Jake himself made my Bugsy Siegel one. I owe you a sign you know, by the way. He's the one that made that for me. That's a, that's a badass sign. It is. I owe you a yeah. sign by the way. You do. But I was sick, so anyways. All right. I think I like a mix of both real and fantasy science. So um, I, I like the old, you know, uh, Pennzoil. Well, our area is Pennzoil at the time because it's a, it's a regional kind of product. But like, Pennzoil's everywhere. Yeah, but in like the 40s was Pennzoil. Pennzoil yeah, started Pennzoil. in Pennsylvania. It's Pennzoil. It's Pennzoil. It's like Quaker State. It's everywhere. Well, Quaker State. Is what? they own the Quaker Steak and Lube Rib Company or Wing Company? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, I think that place went belly up. By the way, anyways, did, um, yeah. we're not sponsored by Quaker Steak and Lube. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I do like a good mix. I like, um, I really like the old like his- cigar signs, the and- old historic food signs, like for yeah. old defunct yeah. bread companies and old like tobacco sign i mean you can't go wrong with a good old tobacco sign no. um i don't use tobacco but you Me can either. but like old old like beech nut or old uh red man or whatever it is there's old skull signs all of that that stuff's yeah. awesome old marble you put that you put that uh one of that guy smoking that cigarette on the side of the um I didn't put that on. That came with oh, it uh, came with the it. Metzger building. Metzger building, yeah. From Fosca, Fosca Well, models. you put it on. Yeah, I did put it on. That one. On like, the actual original sign of that, that sign actually does smoke. I know, but. Not not, not, that, not I, the one that was modeled. I know. The actual I, original sign. The real York. life one. Yeah. But, 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 I mean, it depends on the area you're modeling, but, man, there's just, there's just some badass old school right. if you're modeling like the 50s and older there's some really yeah. really cool stuff out well, there before they got that billboard i made which one was that lamar on, oh yeah uh, yeah big red Hattie lamar billboard on top of the um uh Is that Cameron on, street apartment yeah that's on top of that one yeah yeah i mean that's that that was actual that i took that from a photo i saw from a billboard then i found the actual photo yeah. I was like, oh my god, I gotta make that. So that's gotta make that bill. I gotta make that bill. So you have that type of sign, but you also yeah. have like um. So before we go into um like custom or fantasy signs, there's also like a hybrid of that, where right. you can take something that was historical and older, and either use GIMP, which is free, or Photoshop, or a, a bunch of other editing platforms, and make a sign that is like a hybrid. Where if it's like an old defunct company and you really like that logo, you can Photoshop it and add like maybe it was called Smith's Bread Company and you wanted it to be uh, Jones's Bread Company. Well, if it's just for your own personal layout, why not? Yeah. You know, make it Jones's Bread Company, and yeah, you're not re- a, you're not, not re- gonna get in trouble. You're not reselling the art, or you're not doing anything like huh. you know wrong. You're not making bread. And you're not turning it into a bread company. Uh, so yeah. make it Jones's Bread. And, uh, you know, there's a bunch of resources out there for you to be able to do that. Uh, and as long as you're not reselling the artwork, I don't – if it's for personal use, I don't see a problem with that. So this is not legal advice either. But um, <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, there's a lot of cool like hybrids you can do. Or if there's a kit that you have, like uh, I recently did with the Assassin Vinegar Works with Builders and Scale right. Kit, I right. I wanted to dedicate that kit to somebody that had that kit before us. So I scanned that sign, the main sign for the building, and I photoshopped it uh, to say DeSantis Vinegar rather than uh, um, Sassin Vinegar. So you can do some hybrid signs too. And then getting into the fantasy signs, that's kind of like what I really like to do. Uh, I've done it for a few of my buildings where you just come up with something that's completely custom in Photoshop or GIMP or a program like that. And it's a hundred percent new. There's nothing. You just got an image in your brain that you want for a sign and you make it uh, from scratch. So that's a lot of fun too. I like all, I like everything of it though. I just love signs. I I do too. I love all types of signs, but yeah, that's a good question. It's a great question. Let's, let's jump Um, into the next part of it. Yeah. So, um, of course, Jake has a second part. Now. Well, there's three. So three let's do types okay. and size next. So the types of signs that I like to do, uh, and my dad, I've learned now. When I first started model railroading and doing these craftsman fine scale craftsman kits, I thought ghost signs were the shit. Yeah. And I wanted to do ghost signs on everything. I wanted everything to be ghost sign. Well, yeah. I've since learned that, you know, it's cool to mix up the types of signs. So you can't make every sign in town a ghost. No, right. Not everything is going to look old and faded. So I like to mix up, you know, some ghost signs or some old and faded signs with there's ones that are, um, kind of like a billboard. You know what I'm talking about? Where you can put a sign on the side of a building that doesn't look like it's painted on. Yeah. And you can put like a wood frame around it and make it look like it's, uh, Oh yeah. Those are cool. Like a billboard attached to the side of a building. That's an awesome one, and that's really cheap to do. You can you can do that with such little materials, and you probably have scrap laying around you can do this with. You can print yeah. – say you want to put um, an old Coca-Cola sign on the side of a building. Well, yeah. you can print that Coca-Cola sign to the size you need it. What I would do is glue it to a piece of like chipboard or like an old cereal box because you're not going to see it anyways just to make it stand off from the building just a little bit. And glue that piece of cardboard to the side of your building and then build a wood frame around the sign. So yeah. now it looks like you have like a billboard attached to the side of the right. building. You can even put those old, you know, like um, gooseneck lights upside down so it looks like it's shining light above it or from below it or above it. Um, there's a lot you can do with those types of signs. So it's not. Is there old... a dog howling? No, it's one of the kids screaming upstairs. Oh, uh, okay. So. I'll have to deal with that later. But anyways. (laughs) I've done that many times. I've done that many times where I'll get a sign. It's instead of just plastering the sign on the side of a wall on clapboard or brick, I'll do that. I'll take a piece of uh, chipboard, thin chipboard, and I'll attach the wall, uh, the sign onto the chipboard. And then I will, um, and then what I do before I put the frame around it is I weather it out a little bit with some uh, dry brushing with the very, very extremely tapped out dry brush, meaning taking most of the paint out of the brush. I mean, to the point where you have to almost scrub it on. Right. Okay. That light, that's how much paint is left in that. And then I use that, and it kind of gives it. If you use like a 
Um, I tend to use Antique White a lot. And then what that'll do is um, you just carefully put it on very super duper lightly and it'll lighten out that it'll make it look like the signs faded. And uh, it turns out really cool when you do it that way. And then once you get the weathering done that you choose to do, whether you do it my way or your own way, right? Um, then you put your frame around it. Okay, don't do it while the don't do it once you put the frame on it. Because once you put the frame on it, well then, you, when you go to if you dry brush, you end up you end up painting your frame. Right. Okay. So you don't, you don't want to do that. And then you just attach. You build a frame with like one thirty second or one sixteenth inch uh, uh, strip wood. And um, and the best way to do that, think, by the way, I think the thinner the better. So if you can find yeah. one thirty second or thinner, uh, well, not, yeah. you can't get much thinner well, than three, that. Maybe three, maybe three thirty second. Yeah, well, but no, the one six, the one six, sometimes the one sixteenth or the like the old corner piece, the old corner trim, right, right. like leftovers. It sometimes it's a little too thick for a sign. It might be, yeah. Um, but but like, yeah. If you can find a little bit smaller than that, it looks fine because it's it's. It's not too right. thick and chunky looking. Right. Um, I'll tell you exactly. Hold on. What I use when I do it. I got a pack of stuff that I bought from Mount Albert um, Skill Lumber. And I have it in here. I just want to dig it out. I'll tell you the size it was. Uh, it is, of course, it is 0.20 in thickness. And this isn't, this isn't square. This is flat. It's 0. .20 thickness, which is very, very thin and flat, almost like uh, like you would have for um, a board of some type. But the size of it is one. It is exactly one thirty second, and um, one thirty second by 0. .20 on the thickness, and um, it must be fifty little. Uh, strips in here. I got it from Mount Albert as a uh, strip wood sample at one of the shows. But you can buy it from Mount Albert Scale Lumber. Um, they have it available, and that makes great. You could that'll make a million signs. What I have, so uh, doing it the way we we said. But here's the thing: when you make that frame around it, um, uh, on your corners. Definitely cut your corners at angles and, you know, give it a mitered look, you know. I, I think that looks best, the mitered look, don't you, Brett? It does, yep. If you cut yeah, it at instead an angle. Of having it, yeah, cut, it, cut each corner at an angle so they, so they mesh up and uh, so they blend together. It makes it look like it's been handcrafted and, uh, or done by a good carpenter. And, and, and then put it up, you know. To get, you know, do it right. And... Um, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely, that's a cool way to do signs. I still like doing it directly on the wall, but it's neat to make the billboard that you're talking about too. Yeah, that's, we have a bunch of we have a bunch of them on our. That's top. fun. The, you know what? Another cool little sign to make is is like um, little. They're like miniature billboards. So scale like to feet to foot scale in HO scale yeah. would be like a four by eight. And this is really, really, really small, but ones that are like, um, I'm sure you've all seen them. I made one just actually, I never even sent you a picture of that dad. I cut it out by hand when I was doing my detail parts on Sunday. Um, Mm -hmm. I made a scale sign that was like a four by eight. So I'm sure you've been driving down the road and you see like a, 
It's like made out of some two by fours and a four by eight, and it's held down by like cinder block, and they just put a sign on the the plywood. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? You know you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like a sign that's got a four by eight piece of plywood with two vertical posts made out of like a two by four that's screwed to the plywood, and then they build like a little A frame support on either side, and they weigh it down with cinder bricks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? Like on a little, like a little bum shack homemade sign. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually made one with some old cinder blocks that I had, like detail oh, parts. Cool. Um, it took me for freaking ever, almost as long as it took me to paint that damn motorcycle. But uh, I made one <laughs> and glued a little sign that I got with a Doug Fiscali throws in at FS Scale Models. He throws in a sheet of signs now with most of his kits. Um, right. and I found a cool sign that said railroad property only no, pr- no trespassing. And I made a little like cinder block eight, four by eight foot sign, um, out of that. So like, it doesn't have to be on a building. You can make signs that are like little roadside, um, sale signs or roadside, uh, no trespassing signs or yeah. like little, you know, they don't have to necessarily be stuck on the side of a building. If you look around when you're driving, there's signs everywhere. They're on posts. You got signs that are like storefront signs that hang on a marquee. You got. You know what uh, kind of signs are my favorite? Because I think that was a question. My favorite signs are little itty bitty poster signs. Oh, like newspaper like walls and newspapers and posters. Well, not newspapers, for but like yeah, like uh, posters for events and things like that that are going on and. And like a show, or movies and things like that, movie posters, circus posters, and they're real small, and you just kind of stack them and kind of overlap them a little bit on like a fence or on a, down down an alleyway or off right. the side of a building. Right. And I love that kind of crap. And you fade them out, fade them out real light, you know, with like um, you can sand them down a little bit with a, a four hundred grit paper or six hundred grit paper. Um, you can don't sand them. You can sand them super thin from the back, but then one pass very lightly over top of the thing with the sandpaper on that high, on that you know that very fine fine sandpaper. Six hundred is good, and you take it over there just one pass over the sign, and it kind of it doesn't really scratch it up. It just kind of fades it out just a little bit, and then put it on, and it look they look awesome like that. You know, you got to thin them out. You got to make them look good. And, um, like I said, those are some of the coolest signs ever. Right. Uh, I think, I think. So I like that. My favorite. Those are my favorite. No, no. And, bill, and billboards. I love billboards. There's a lot of cool ways you can do signs. And I think a lot of people get stuck in the thought process of having to do them on the side of a building when yeah. they could be exterior. You can make a banner that hangs down off of an awning and it's not technically yeah. stuck on the building. You can do, there's a million different ways you can do signs that right. break the norm of gluing it to the side of a building um, yeah. or like a fence or something like that. Oh, that's another cool one. If you have like a fence that's in a weird, like derelict area, throwing up yeah. like some old posters and some old, like uh, newsprint type signs and stuff like that on the side of an old fence is always cool looking. Can't go yeah. wrong with that. So, all right. And signs that the signs that are crooked, like let's say the nail came out on one side. Oh yeah, it's hanging rides, sideways, hanging kind of crooked. Like lube, you know, gas and lube, and and it's hanging down, and like, you know, like it's like it's just hanging over the garage door. Yep. that kind of that's cool stuff. Yeah, 
I love it. All right. Next question from Jake. In the show Big Little Lies, Laura Dern's character takes a baseball bat to her husband's train layout. Do you guys ever worry about that kind of stuff? Oh, uh, I saw that film clip on uh, and, and, and somebody. It, before, was, it was on Facebook before or he, YouTube or before, something. Before we go farther with it, Jake says, anyway, that was one of our custom layout builds at the train shack. So I knew, Oh, I remember I, him. That's what I do know. told me about that. Yeah, Jake was part of that build. So it might have huh? broke Jake's heart a little bit, knowing that, like, oh, man, that actor just took a bat to my, my models. But then at the same time, he was yeah. like, well, I had to build that professionally. So, eh, well, it is what yeah. it is. Right, right. <laughs> But, but uh, <laughs> I don't ever worry about that. I don't worry about it. You don't, have, you don't worry about now. My his question is what if somebody would smash my layout? Do you ever worry about a significant other smashing your train layout? <laughs> All right. Well, not out of not out of belligerence. Okay, not out of oh yeah, evil spirit not, or not, twisted mind. Yeah, not out of like uh, of of <laughs> not out of malice. Yes, I don't think my wife would do that. Uh, however. In this, in my train room here, or my built, modeling room, uh, there is a closet that she does keep some a few of our Christmas decorations in. And last week, I had this. I have my model that my diorama is sitting up on this <coughs> like tall pedestal. With a, <laughs> that it, it, it's made out of an apple crate. At the very top is an apple crate, and then it sits on top of there. And I've been building and building on there because it's at eye level, and I can stand there. And on my feet and look at it and it's like not at eye level just a little below eye level but I can get down just stoop a little bit and look at eye level across it that's why I keep it there well it just it just sits on there and it, you could bump it off easily if you wanted to I mean it's not fastened on because I'm going to move this piece of gator board that it's made on and and uh, we're going to drop it into the layout so I don't want to fasten it to the top of my pedestal so it sits out here in the middle of the room and she was going to get in the closet and get some Christmas decorations out last week. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself before I left for went to your house. She was doing that last Friday. And I went down to your place to work on the layout. And I'm thinking the whole drive, I was thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God. What if she gets out a box, a long box or something that had, like, decorations in it? And she's moving it across the room and she hits that and knocks that onto the floor. And that's all I could think of the whole drive to your house. And then I had to, I had to, I had to call and say, Hey, you know, be careful of my diorama sitting there. His, I was like, Oh my God. You know, I, right. I, that's, I, so yeah, I had that fear that that may happen. It's never happened, uh, out of malice, like you said, but however, I have feared, um, my significant other actually dropping something yeah. or walking by my model or my workbench and, or getting something down from my, cause I have some tools that hang over my workbench and, uh, having her grab like a, uh, a, a heavier tool. It's above my workbench yeah. and it, she loses grip of it and it lands on the model that I'm building. Yes. I had that fear. I have the same yeah. fear. Mine's less yeah. because, um, <clears throat> Uh, my wife will not come to this side of the basement. I think she knows not to do it. But um, I do occasionally take work upstairs on uh, the TV oh, trays, yeah, yeah. and I worry about sometimes if I, you know, if I'm getting tired, it's like eleven thirty or twelve at night. I'm working, and sometimes I'll just set the TV tray aside 
and go to bed because I don't feel like yeah. taking it all the way back down to the basement, which is lazy of me, and I get what I deserve if it happens to me. But oh, the girls! I worry about the girls waking up and finding oh. a TV tray and smashing what I worked on or like drawing oh, on it. Oh, it's already <clears> happened. <throat> it did happen, not with something I was working on. It did happen with a um, a kit that was meant to be a prize kit, and uh, <laughs> we're supposed to ship it out the next day, and I. Listen, I kept this kit in my basement. I emailed Ron Kleiss about this. I kept this kit in my basement for like a month or so, protected with the other kits that aren't assembled yet where I know they won't get them. And I knew the next day I was supposed to ship this kit out. Well, I packed my lunch the day before and I thought, you know, I'm going to go get that kit um, and put it under my lunchbox. That way in the morning when I get up and go to work, I can grab my lunchbox throw the sandwich and the stuff from the refrigerator in my lunchbox. And right there is my kit. It's right beside my lunchbox. I can just grab it all and go. Well, my daughter, my youngest daughter woke up before we did and ventured her way out into the kitchen and found the one and only thing in the entire house that I didn't want her to touch. And she opened it up and started just breaking the walls of the kit. And, uh, snapping, snapping trim pieces and doing all this to it. I'm, and she didn't know any better. She was just playing with it. You know, yeah, well, it's not. Just, she wasn't breaking it intentionally. She was just, girl. she was just opening it up and checking out the kit. And yeah. uh, so any toddler would do that. Yeah, it's not like she was breaking them out of malintent. No. But uh, uh, I woke up in the morning and went out to go get my coffee started, and I saw these kit pieces scattered all over the kitchen floor, and I was like. <laughs> Oh my God! I was gonna ship that today. So, um, you know, we worked it out and we figured out, you know, a solution to that. But now I have this broken kit in my basement that we're gonna be building, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got that going on. That's the only thing I worry about is more more or less There's is my girls. kids getting at it than my wife. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Next question is from Marty McGurk. On this date in 1933, prohibition was appealed discuss that's what he's at that's what he's asking us um yeah 1933 pro but what's he want to know i'm i'm happy that it was pro that it was um if you buy repealed. rolling rock beer <laughs> on the inside of the label if you hold the bottle up if you drink the beer out of it and you hold the bottle and you look at the inside label yeah. it says 33 on the inside label because of the prohibition date so, to 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 commemorate the date. <laughs> Did you not know that? Right? I never knew that. I never knew bag. that. All Rolling Rock. Well, I think they still do. It used to be that way. I don't think they've ever changed that policy. I don't know if I've ever. Yep. yep. I don't think I've had a Rolling Rock in like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which, I'm just telling you. Let me just say. Uh, I haven't. Let me re, let me back that statement. I was trying to subtract the number of years since I've been able to drink. I haven't had a Rolling Rock in nine years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm sure that they had the 33 on there to mark the prohibition <laughs> repeal, repealing oh. prohibition. Yes. Well, I like it. You know what? Um, I'm happy that it was prohibit. You know, prohibition ended and it was repealed. Uh, but you know what? Now people are gonna they made back then. Back they, then they still drank. They still drank. They still made it. It was bootleg. Yeah, you got to go know? to the speakeasy and you got to knock on the door and you got to let that little guy with the metal you know slat open it up and you see his little eyes and you say, "What's the password?" And then you got to give him the password and then you walk in the door and you drink. But I think that's where the age of experimentation uh, for some of the better drinks that we have or beers and things that we have 
are uh, maybe maybe have originated for some reason. I think um, I think a lot of people had the bootleg stuff. I think also we we you guys as listeners have to thank uh, a couple beers per episode maybe uh, for some of the golden content and laughs that you've had uh, in the past. It's not that we get like. Obviously, we're not getting blackout drunk no, during every episode. We don't, we don't do that. I have one or two when I'm But, you know, like tonight I had one beer, and, uh, yeah. you know, some nights, some nights there's, <laughs> some nights there's some bloopers or whatever, and yeah, hey, it loosens the tongue. It happens, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you can thank a lot of, uh, I think that's like a lot of content you see online. Right. Uh, just loosen up, have a beer. I'm, now, I will say, and this goes into our question later. What what you, what are you opening up like cough drops? Mm. It sounds like you're opening up a packet of cough drops. Water bottle I just finished off. Jeez Louise! All right, yeah. So I'm happy it ended, um, but you know, times change. We're seeing that now with our current state of affairs with other substances. So times change. It happens. All right. Next question. It's from Lynn McCurdy. This one is golden. Are you ready for it? Yep. Do you have any wild stories about holiday lights, lights, or modeling season or other disasters? So, oh boy, we're getting off trains on the holiday lights. Do you have any disaster stories with holiday lights? I have one that's a recent one, actually. It actually happened two days ago. But I'll let you. I'll go first, and I'll let you go. Are you ready? Well, I don't really have any instances with the holiday lights. No, I, all the years of that. Can you it, tell I've, them? Can I've you had some that didn't want to light up? Can you do me one favor? Bulbs. Can you do me a favor and tell them the story of the Christmas tree at the, your old apartment when I was a kid? <laughs> <laughs> tell them that one, <laughs> and then. But let me tell mine first. All right. Okay. So this was actually this week. We're getting ready to put up the Christmas tree, and I think they're making lights cheaper now um i don't ever remember this happening whenever i was a kid and with christmas lights but this is my theory this is my conspiracy theory guys all right i have christmas i have strings and strings and strings of christmas lights i've put them up inside i've put them up outside i keep the inside ones in a different box and i keep the outside ones in a different box i went to go get my christmas lights to go put on the tree, the inside tree, this week. And uh, I have six strings. I only put four on the tree, but I have two backups. Every single damn string of lights had missing or burnout or half the string didn't light or like ten lights would light. Every single damn string will not light the entire way. <laughs> I think they're making them cheaper. That so way, that way they go out you go and out and you buy more... Gosh dang Christmas lights every freaking year. So that's my conspiracy theory is that like, you know, Philips and all these other com- companies that make Christmas lights are just making them worse. So that way every year you got to buy some new Christmas yeah. lights. Keeps the economy pumping for them. Yeah, they give them like a what, a, like a 45-day life expectancy. Yeah, it's like, oh, this Christmas light will run for... Yeah, from 60, November to yeah, 60, January. It runs for 60 hours. Well, my wife's going to plug the tree in for four hours a night, and then, yeah. well, shit, it's burned out by January. So, yeah, and then they put it away not knowing that, and then they're going to light it, and it doesn't work. Just my theory. Just my theory, guys. So, yeah. anyways, um, that's my. it's not really a disaster, but I want yeah. to go decorate. So, here, this is the disaster of it. I told my kids 
on Sunday night, I said, we're going to decorate the Christmas tree tomorrow. Oh, a five-year-old. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this is, this is where this is where that story is going. So uh, I said, "Hey, tomorrow we're going to bring up the Christmas tree. We're going to decorate it because Kristen was off on Monday, and because um, right, right. in Pennsylvania you get off the Monday after Thanksgiving to go hunting. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm like, when I get home from work, we're going to put up the Christmas tree. We're going to decorate. It. The kids were all excited for it. We bring up the Christmas tree Monday night." And uh, bring up the lights, bring up the ornaments. First, you got to string the lights on, right? So we got the Christmas tree. We have an artificial tree. We used to buy a real tree. Real trees are a pain in the ass. So we bought a, we bought a fake tree. And um, uh, we won't go into that rant. That's a rant for the Christmas episode. But anyways, so we will, um, we're putting the lights on the tree. We're getting ready to put the lights on the tree. We plug them all in, they check them. Half of them don't work. So... Now, my daughters, who are five and three, or two and a half, are excited to put all their ornaments on the tree, and I have to break the news to them that they waited all day to decorate the Christmas tree, that we can't do it tonight because the lights aren't going on, because the lights don't work. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we had a, we had a little bit of a, of a breakdown, and we came to the agreement to calm them down, that they can yeah. put the ornaments on before the lights go on. Um kind of tricking them into later when I went and bought new lights that we would just take them off and then put them back on again. So, Oh, wow. Anyways, we negotiated. We had a long and thorough negotiation. Like, <laughs> like I was, uh, like I was a foreign relations minister for the, uh, the government and <laughs> we, we worked it out and we decorated the tree without lights. And then we took the ornaments back off the couple that they put on. And then we right, strung right. up new lights that I had to buy on Tuesday night. And then they redecorated the tree. So that's what, that was a story of my Christmas decorating catastrophe this week. Um, now I want to hear, I want you to tell them your story of your Christmas tree disaster from the uh, apartment. The one I, the one I threw <laughs> over the rail. Yeah. Okay. Well, went out. We were already married a year or two. I don't even know if you were born yet. I wasn't. You weren't. This is our first Christmas, I think it was. And we were in an apartment. Your mom and I were in an apartment. And we had the tree, and we went to... um, we this is not even train related. You may have been a year old. You might have been. It might have been your first Christmas. You were like half a year old or something like that. Anyways, I went out and bought this tree, and uh, we weren't newly married. We were we were we were married a couple of years. And I lived there in the apartment for four years. So anyway, whatever. Went out and I bought this tree at this mall parking lot tree <laughs> seller. But here it's not this some more. This was a. A legitimate nursery that runs year-round on nice plants and expensive plants. They're not cheap. And they run this tree farm nursery. They used to do it. Wait, can and I, I ask you a question? And nursery and buy it. Can I ask yes. you a question without mentioning the name? Was yes. it somebody that was at the market? No. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, go ahead. It, it, it was their initials begin with S and K. S, S K. Okay, all right. Continue. S-K. S-K. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting it. So, okay, there you go. I'm getting it. <laughs> so I let me just all, let me I just reinstate. Let me just reinstate this. S K H equals overpriced. Right, right. 
very, very expensive <laughs> And I went there and I bought this tree because I thought it was going to be awesome. It was a special blue spruce Did thing. It? it was really neat. Your mom liked it. Can I confirm one well, more uh, detail? It was, it, and this is back. This is, you're 30 years old. So this was Don't back say in that. Years. Oh, man. And, okay, what? Don't say that. What? Don't say that I'm no, 30. before that. Oh, can you confirm one you other thing? You ask the detail. Yeah. Did what? the old initials of this establishment used to be CM? No. Well, yes. Okay. All right. On that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. What, I know. What it is on. All right. Go ahead. So, regardless, we can even cut that if you want. No, it's but okay. We. Okay. So, anyways, I bought this tree. Now, this is thirty years ago, and this tree cost me fifty bucks. Now, fifty bucks for a tree thirty years ago. That was a that was an expensive damn tree. Okay, I don't think but I paid fifty spe- bucks for our last real tree we it bought. It was it was truly that beautiful. Tree. <laughs> now you can bet now fifty dollars is nothing for a tree, probably. Okay, but um, back then it was a lot. And so, anyways, I uh, I I bought this tree, took it home, set it up, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was actually really, really nice, whatever. And it was December, first week of December, I guess. And um, we got to, and I was putting water in it. But I had water baseboard heat in this apartment. It's a beautiful, big apartment in a country town. And it was a good-sized place. And it had um, water baseboard heat, which was, I didn't think about it. But what happens is it evaporates water. And it was evaporating the water in my tree faster than I could keep it filled, basically. I go to work, I come home, the damn things. The air was so water. dry that it was sucking the water yeah, right out. Exactly, exactly. And um, so, but I did keep it watered. But I got maybe to December 15th, okay? Ten days before Christmas, and my tree. I walked over, and there's pine needles all over the floor, everywhere. And there was still, and there was water in the thing. And uh, so now I'm pissed. So I took a plastic bag and pulled it up over top of this tree and took it out of the stand, undecorated it, by the way. Took it out of the stand. <laughs> stand. It still had like tinsel stuck into it because you can never get the tinsel out. <laughs> and I took it back. To, to the tree farm parking lot at the mall. Um, <laughs> you tried to return a tree? <laughs> I walked up and I showed him that I bought this tree about 10 days before. And uh, and this is the way it is already. And they said, oh, you haven't been watering it. Bah, 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 you know? And I was like, yes, I have been watering it. I've been vigilant about watering it. And it's all dried out. Now, technically, it really wasn't their fault because they didn't know I had water-based board heat and it was evaporating all my, right. all my water. Okay. But... <laughs> Um, they came to a compromise and told me I could get another tree with a $10 discount. But so they, they had to pay $40 have, for another tree. Well, no. Oh, they didn't no. Have a 50, they didn't have a $50 <laughs> tree sale anymore. It wasn't $50. <laughs> the cheapest tree I could get at that rip-off place was like, I think it was like 60 So oh I paid gosh. 50 again. 50 again, now I'm up to $100 <laughs> with a tree. And we aren't even at the goddamn Christmas yet. That, 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 was, pretty, yeah, that was pretty sacrilegious right there. Oh, man. no. Oh, no. We're going yeah, there. I'm We're going, going there. Melt. I'm going to burn for that one. But anyways, it, it, 
it was it was uh, not even Christmas yet. It's ten days from Christmas, and I'm already on my second tree. and spent a hundred dollars, and we got to Christmas two days after Christmas, and uh, Christmas everything. The the I think it was December twenty seventh, and my all the needles have fallen out again, and I just left it go. Just let it go. <laughs> and uh, I was watching the bowl game and watched my Sooners lose another football bowl game. Well, they didn't lose a football bowl game very often, but they lost that one that year. And I got mad, and I went out and grabbed my tree with all its needles falling off of it. And with the tree stand and everything, I grabbed it, picked it up, unplugged it out of the thing, grabbed it by the base. With all the out. decorations on it. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> And opened up my front door. There's a nice front porch with a roof over top of the porch. And then it was about five steps down to where I parked my cars in this, like, parking lot. And I threw it over the rail (laughs) of the porch down into the parking lot. And with all the decorations, I was so pissed off. Oh, my God. I was pissed off about the tree, and I was pissed off about the fact that my football team lost. They called me in. Hey, look, I'm a hockey guy. I'm a hockey. I was a hockey player guy, man. I made my living that way, and and so temperaments get that way, right? You know, I don't have that temper anymore. I didn't have that. I love that. I love that story. Every time I hear that story, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that story. All right, because I because I I didn't remember living in that apartment, but we didn't move too far from that apartment. and I rem- when you were years old, we left and we bought a home. So. Yeah, but, but but when I when I I it wasn't far from that apartment, so I've been past that apartment plenty, right, sure. hundreds right. of times. And I I that I just great. I picture you chucking the tree out of that back door across the <laughs> parking lot, and I'm, I just laugh yep. every single time. Anyways, all right. It was, it's, I, I threw it like a javelin. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like a trail of like, oh. broken ornaments and shit. All <laughs> I love it. I love that story so your much. Mom, your, all mom, right. your mom was not happy at all. No, that put all. you in a doghouse for a solid no, week. I'm had, sure. Then I had to go out. Then I had to go out there. You had to do the walk and, of shame and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all your neighbors are looking at you like, "What the hell is he doing? Why did he throw that out there? Are they fighting? Uh, you know, <laughs> should I be concerned uh, for them? All authorities. All right, that's a good one. I like that one. All right. That's our holiday cheer. We'll get into more of that next week because we're going to do a holiday special. We're going to do a holiday special. And we're going to make sure this one is like – we're going to bring out all the Griswold stories for that one. We may even have a guest. Ooh, go ahead. We might. All right. Next one is from Scott Perry. Commentary on alcoholic beverages and modeling. Well, Scott, um, <laughs> we've learned the hard way. And I think you and I have had this, dis- have had this discussion um, while we were – working down here yeah. where if we have a couple beers we get a lot less work done yeah so when i'm actually like trying to really zone in and get a lot of work done which is yeah most of the times i'm in the basement um i don't i drink i drink coffee or some soda or some water less soda i drink a lot of coffee and water while i'm down here um really the only times that i'm having a beer or two is oh, I have a beer when I'm down there working, but it's only oh, one or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I if yeah. if it's like one or two, we're I'm good. Um, yeah. but we start cracking more than that. If 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 probably it's, your your work's probably going to go downhill too. Your work's going to go downhill, and what what we realized is 
I think when when we realized it was when we were pulling a couple all nighters. Remember, it was like one or two times yeah. you were down here where you'd spent. We'd be down here like we were till down here like two or three in the morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I looked up at you and I was like, you know, the the more beverages we have, the more we get on to talking these rants with each. We get we get on these rants with each other and we don't get any shit yeah. done. And it's two hours later yeah. and we've been down here bitching and ranting at each other and we don't get a god. We don't really bitch at we each don't other. Get, We're just laughing. We usually talk about something to where we start cracking up. And oh, we could no. get we laugh uncontrollably. Yeah. Well, but yeah. But we would get less work done and we'd end up just goofing off. And uh, right. uh, now when I'm strictly when I'm modeling. I might have a beer. I mean, don't get me wrong. I might bring a beer down and work yeah. uh, for a couple hours, and it's okay to have a beer while you work. But um, yeah. I have more water in my workbench than beer. Actually, but you know, really, the only time I'm cracking a beer or two is while we're recording a podcast because it's just yeah. fun. I can sit back and relax and talk with you guys yeah. and and uh, and kind of shoot the shit on the podcast here. But right. for the most part, um, while I'm working and trying to do things that are kind of more thought intensive or to designing things um you know i I won't i won't have more than one beer and for the most i might have a beer while i'm working but that's really it and uh for the most part it's probably mainly coffee and uh i'm just mainlining that caffeine into me while i'm working for me it's it's bottles of water you know just spring water yeah or or a um i've been drinking those um Oh, you know what else I like down here recently? What are those things I buy? The uh, the waters? Yeah, they're sparkling water. Not seltzer water, sparkling water. I get the flavored sparkling water. You know what's and, a good one? Uh, you gotta try it. Too. I mean, what's that? It's made by Pepsi. It's called uh, Bubbly. Oh, yeah? B-U-B-L-Y. Pretty good? Yeah, I love them. They're, um, you can get them at Target. They're like an eight-pack. And uh, yeah. I like them. Anyways. Cool, anyways. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Um, the more you have, the less you work. The less you work, the more you rant. The more you rant, uh, the less work gets less done, work at your, done at your layout. So uh, right. it's okay to have one or two if you're just you know chilling yeah, you out. You start having more than two, and you're gonna be putting like windows on one upside down. <laughs> well, and, not just and, that. Uh, you know, I get. Like, I kind of get. You'll you'll glue your walls together. Oh, Three maybe. Of them will be right, and the one will be uh, one will be on the wrong maybe side. Not. I've maybe done not. Maybe not. Maybe not that drastic, but. I think I think you know I just kind of get groggy and I don't want to work. Yeah. So you yeah, know, that's the other thing. Then you just want to go like uh, you know what I just want to go upstairs. Yeah, and but chill if it's out. like a, you know if it's just like a Saturday night or a Sunday evening yeah. and uh, I'll have a beer, watch a football game while I'm working, I'll yeah. put, I'll, or I'll listen to a hockey game while I'm working, have a beer, and that's enough. Right. Uh, but for the yeah. most part, it's mainly just coffee and and uh, right. some caffeine while I'm working down here. So right. that's my commentary on it. Uh, it's fun for. Uh, joking around and having a good time listening to a podcast podcast. but uh, when you're trying to get some serious work done no go no go no bueno alright last question it's from Brian Thompson and I uh, you're gonna help you're gonna have to help me with this I think this is a Gilligan's Island reference uh, but Ginger or Marianne ah Marianne I'm gonna have to google him is that sad Ginger's a redhead Oh, Marianne. <laughs> I married a redhead. I married a redhead, but you know, um, but no, Ginger's quite attractive. But Hang I on, like I gotta Google him. I didn't watch the show enough. You were right. That's a Gilligan's uh, Island. Which one was the one that wore the red swimsuit? 
That was the uh, brunette. Uh, I don't know. The, the brunette. That was Marianne. Marianne, ten times <laughs> over. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn. I wouldn't turn down Ginger. Don't get me wrong. But if Ginger and Marianne approached me, it'd be Marianne. So. Yeah. But. I mean, now, now, are you talking current day Ginger or Marianne? Or oh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are they alive? Did I just make a really bad off-color joke? I don't know if they are. Oh, no. I feel like I might have just stepped over the line. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I got to find out. Hey, you know, maybe they're both still dishes. What? Maybe they're both still dishes. Ginger, maybe... Who? What's what's the name of the actor? I don't know. I gotta look it up because now I I feel like I've just made a really bad. What's her name? Oh, uh, but I I can go with Ginger because you know your mom's a redhead, you're a redhead, my my brother's a redhead, my grandfather's a redhead, was a redhead. So you know what? Uh, yeah, no more red hair. That's yeah, that's a fiery, uh, that's a fiery mess. Okay, well, you know, Ginger's still alive. She's oh, yeah. uh, eighty-five years old. Eighty-five. Okay. And for an eighty-five-year-old, you know, that's tough to say. It's <laughs> really tough to say, but. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't believe we're going here right now. Oh, she's too hot. No, I did not say that. Okay, I was going to say that. Guess what? They're both still alive, so I don't feel bad. Don okay. Well, Don Wells is the girl that played um, Marianne. She oh, okay. she is a ripe young eighty-one years old. Jeez, Louise, man. Oh. What was uh, what was Ginger's real name? Don Wells looks like Mary, uh, like Nancy Pelosi. Don Wells it played yeah. Marianne and um, um. Oh, there's a picture on Google of Don Well of of Ginger eating a popsicle. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just Google searched it. You got you guys search that, man. I'm not. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, you can't get me to do that. No. Is it? Wait. Is it 85 year old Ginger or is it current? Is it the Ginger from the show? <laughs> <laughs> is this how we're gonna end this show for real? <laughs> I can't. Oh, I'm done. I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, uh, holy cow! Oh, oh my word! I, I, we gotta get a grip here. We gotta what? Yeah, we gotta get a grip. <laughs> what, what did you say? I don't mind. No, I gotta know what you said. Uh, so we gotta get a grip here. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, we're sorry we, we we're sorry we took you down that path, people. Jeez. Uh this was a long and this is a long <laughs> process to get down to this point, but we've been we just reached it and uh 
yeah so here we are um well i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the best <laughs> <Night> podcast <laughs> We're out, man. I'm out oh. all right hey um anyways again uh thanks for listening to this week's podcast um <laughs> I want to thank our last uh, commenter again for um, whatever that suggestion was, uh, Ginger or Marianne. Uh, hang on, wait one second. Oh. All right, anyways. Yeah, I was reading one last comment. Um, thanks again, guys, for listening and tuning into this week's podcast. I do want to do a quick announcement on our YouTube channel. Um, since the last episode, we've now crossed a thousand subscribers. I think we're at one thousand and like seventy six or seventy something subscribers. Sweet. So if you're all listening and you are one of our YouTube subscribers, big yeah. thanks uh, for yeah. subscribing yeah. and dealing with us on YouTube as well as everywhere else. Uh, yeah, one thousand seventy nine. Holiday episode next week. Sorry, go ahead. 1,079 subscribers, Um, and I'm going to have a new video here before this podcast publishes, so by the time you're listening, um, you'll probably already be getting the new podcast, the new YouTube video as well. So, if you're not already subscribed, make sure you head on over to our HO Scale Customs YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Uh, You'll get some how-to videos as well, and we can't count. By the way, I've been putting up this series of videos. I've lost... I, I I messed up the number and everyone's been ragging on me for losing count. I can't count, guys. Um, I can stop. I stopped being able to count at eleven apparently, so I got yeah. it wrong. It is what it is. But um, yeah, we're also going to continue the pot the uh, podcast contest. So you heard last week we had our contest um re announcement, and in the beginning of this week's episode we have the new contest. Uh and our contest winner. So again, make sure you follow along with that contest and participate for a chance to win a kit from railroadkits.com. You were going to say something? No. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, not on that end. We're going to have, it's the month of December, so it's really tough to get a lot of guests on folks right now because, um, you know, everybody's got things going on. They got their, their I, I tried to get a couple guests. I have, do have some lined up in January. They were unable to do them in December, and we apologize. I know we'd like to give you guys some more guests, um, and, w- and we will. We have some great ones coming. All- awesome, actually. Um, it's just that you know everybody, everybody, and us too, and we'll have to all remember that as this next couple of weeks go by. Um, we all have a lot of things going on, and we all will be spending time with family and and enjoying our holidays. So, so it's important to remember. That uh, you know, the, the, we're not going to necessarily grab a lot of guests. Uh, they're going to have things going on. We tried to do that, but like I said, I may have one for next week to join us for the Christmas special. Um, I'm working on that, and uh, and we'll go from there. All right. And, uh, come January, we got some great things. I want to start getting real quick. Uh, I want to start getting uh, some episodes going on with uh, Jake Johnson. Yes, we and, need to do the um, old coast to coast thing. And Dave Meek, uh, yeah, and Dave Meek, and we start doing that. We want to get on a schedule in 2019. I'll talk to him about that. I'm sorry, 2020. Um, about um, like every couple months, like two months or three months, maybe three months, and we'll do it like four times a year where we get a you know East Coast and West Coast thing, you know, and uh, modeling thing. And then also, I want to work with a, 
a hobby shop uh, that's local to us here, and I'll get into that more detail. We've had uh, the person on before or as a guest. I'm going to talk to them as well about um, <clears throat> providing information on new new things that are out on the market uh, as far as product and things go. And uh, he can clue us in for a small, short segment for you know, 10, 10, 15 minutes or whatever, talk about the new things that are out there. Right. Uh, uh, not every week, but maybe once every month or two. You right. Know? So uh, that's something I'm going to have in the works as well. So we, we do have some plans for the show come for 2020. And, and we thank you for, for two full years now Ooh. of uh, us working with that. I know. So that's, that's great. So much. But yep. actually, 52 yep. times 2 is 104. Right. So this is actually... This episode two is two full years worth of episodes. Yeah, so, correct. all right, cool. Um, well, this year was full of milestones. So, uh, the end of the year, at least. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening and putting up with our nonsense. And I hope you guys had a couple good laughs, especially there towards the end. That got that was pretty funny, actually. But um, I don't that think we've had a moment. I don't think I've had a moment where I've actually laughed until I cried until this week's episode. Me neither. Not, not like that one. But uh, all right. And I still want to laugh. I'm trying to hold it back. I can't wait till I listen back to it and have to edit this and have to laugh out oh, loud yeah. in my living room. But all right, guys. <laughs> thanks again for tuning in. As always, you know where to reach us. Um, yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Later. Model on. Model on, Garth. Model on, Wayne. <laughs>